The Atlantic Access Podcast is a presentation of Entertainment Plus Mobile DJ and Media Relations in Moncton. See entertainmentplus.ca. Welcome to the Atlantic Access Podcast. Now your host, Terry Parker. Welcome to episode 155 featuring the tortoise, the hare, and the millionaire. Not only one of the more original band names that you'll find from these parts, but a group that has as an interesting a musical pedigree as you'll find anywhere. Originally a trio, Matthew Carr on guitar, Eric Allard on bass, and Ted Nicholson on drums... Just released a brand new album. It's called Yard Sale, an eight-song collection. Matt's going to join us here in just a few minutes to help us unravel the mystery behind the original name of the group. Coming up, we're going to hear your games. But first, at the crossroads, it's the tortoise, the hare, and the millionaire. And the new album, Yard Sale, this week on Atlantic Access.
Atlantic Access this week. It's the Tortoise, the Hare, and the Millionaire featuring music and stories from their brand new album. It's called Yard Sale, and we have Matt of the band on the line. Hey, Matt, thanks a lot for for doing this. And uh, I'm wondering if the group basically started as a, as a trio. Uh, so there was you and these two other blokes that came along. <laughs> um, who are they? And I'm wondering if you, if any of you, uh, relate to the characters of the Tortoise, the Hare, and the Millionaire. Like, is there a correlation there? No, the name the name actually came from an episode of a television show that was ad there was a line that was ad libbed in the television show and I was like that's the perfect band name I'm going to use that as band name as far as the other guys uh, Teddy the drummer and I have been playing together since like I don't know I was like 22 or 23 years old and um, we went through bass players and other musicians for a few years and finally we just kind of wanted to get a little more serious about it and we put it out a Kijiji ad of all things and Eric answered it and he's been in the band ever since for like the last six and a half years or so and it's been great so well the chemistry is really solid uh, certainly it shows on the uh, yard sale album that's uh, just released and that we're featuring this week but uh, in the earlier days of the group the Almond brothers played such a huge role in perhaps the musical direction of the group in listening to this album i i also detected a little bit of uh, a little feet i mean that's what i listen to all the time if you looked at my record collection there's like 12 Omen Brothers records in there and then miscellaneous Dickie Betts and Government Mule and all all of the players. Um, like that's just what I've always kind of drawn to and listened to. So I guess it was natural when I started writing songs that they just came out 
like Southern rock or that kind of rock and roll kind of jam rock vibe. I also listen to a lot of sheepdogs, which has kind of got that same vibe as well, too. So, uh, Is there any training uh, with you? Where does that passion for music come from for you and, and the other two? Oh, we're all we're all self-taught. For me, I, I guess I wanted to play guitar and be in a band after I went to see Green Day play here in Fredericton in like 1995 or 1994, <laughs> which most of, the, most of the guys my age, I'm sure like Greg Weber from Kill Chicago would say the same thing. It's like, yeah, I want to do that. <laughs> And it's like, you go get a guitar and you put on your dad's work shirt and you play punk rock. And, wow. and I guess that's kind of where it started for me. And I, I, I like, I just taught myself, you know, from like books and struggling and working really hard for years. And now luckily we have the internet, which I still learn from too. It's like to this day, like uh, we're going to do a, like a, like a special cover set coming up for Folly Fest and we're learning a whole bunch of new songs that some of them I've never even played before. Fortunately, they're not really hard, but. It's just an easy access to like, hey, like two seconds later, I know the song. All I had to do was just look at it and listen to it. Yeah, that's that's kind of remarkable, really. That I wondered where the proficiency for the musicianship comes came through. It's it's a lot of dedication and hard work. Like mm. Eric and I are giant nerds, so we kind of pour into like the nerdy side of music a little bit too. Maybe Eric a little bit more than me. Mm-hmm. Um, so that kind of helps too because we we will do a little bit of research and we and we like certain things. We like to listen to certain things. And so, some make some things more technical than others. Um, but like the, the main thing is like just practice a lot, play a lot of music. We like to throw in a lot of like different stuff and new stuff and some fun covers here and there. I'm always writing songs. We have a new member in the band, Sean Hutchin, and um, he's writing new songs. So it's, it's, it's really growing and becoming a bit more than what it was. And we're really excited about it too, I guess. Yeah, I'd like to talk to you a little bit more about that, but I'd also like to play a couple more tunes here. Um, one that we're going to feature is called uh, She's All Right. So She's All Right, I actually wrote, it might have been one of the first songs. The band all began kind of like we were playing like covers with a couple other guys, Eric and Ted and I were. I kind of wanted more, and we just never really did anything. We never really talked about it. And then we went to uh, to the record company. It was like their first year at Harvest. And after the show, we hung out with them, and they were doing their own thing, writing their own songs. And Chris Foss, the lead singer, he was like, you just need to get off your ass and start writing your own stuff. He says, you're never going to know what it is unless you try. He's like, if people don't like it, who cares? Like the next day, <laughs> I started writing songs, and the three of us said, yeah, we're going <laughs> to be serious with this and be abandoned. It was probably a week or two later, I wrote, she's all right. It's it's from the new album, Yard Sale. It's streaming everywhere for The Tortoise, The Hare, and The Millionaire. This is She's All Right on Atlantic Access.
It's the tortoise, the hare, and the millionaire this week on Atlantic Access, their brand new album, Yard Sale. We're talking to Matt of the band, and we did touch a little bit on that horn section. At some point in the band's history, uh, you grew kind of exponentially, almost like 100% as far as as your membership is concerned. Uh, It must have been a a really uh, powerful, you know, light bulb moment when you guys all kind of looked at each other and said, gosh, we need to get, you know, we need to get an expansion going here and get a horn section it was like a pipe dream kind of when we were we, we were deciding we were going to make the ep um we, we thought it was like it'd be cool to have horns on some of this because we have friends that we were jamming with at the time uh, kelly waterhouse and Jenny galant who are like the best horn players in the maritimes they were they would jam with us a lot and some of the songs kind of felt like it and then it was just like okay now we kind of need horns on this and we had asked kelly to produce our first ep and then it was just kind of easy. Like she's producing, like she's got no problem with playing on it. Um, and we'd also asked Janine to arrange all of the horn parts. So she arranged the saxophone, the trumpet, and the trombone. Uh, I think she used a melodica or something like that to do the arrangements and did all the music work for it. And then we gave it to Kelly to play, and she played. And then we got uh, Adam Gay, who's now a full-time member of the band as well, to join us on the record. By the time it was done, it was just like, okay, now I think we had two songs that didn't have horns and the other three did. It was like, okay, so we can't really do these songs without horns anymore, right, guys? We, we just need to ask these guys to play horns with us now all the time. Yeah. So that's kind of how it works. I mean, I mean, Kelly and Jean are both very busy. They play with us as much as they possibly can. But like Adam joined the band pretty much right after that, and he's kind of taken over lead horn duties, and um, he did all the arrangements on the new record. Other than She's All Right, which was a leftover from the first EP. But. I got to hang out at Shiftwork uh, Studios with Dylan, kind of got a feel for the vibe of the room. Uh, I believe that's where you did most of your work, too. Was- yeah, we uh, we recorded the entire thing there. Uh, I think 
it was six or seven days in about as many two fours of Alpine to make the record. <laughs> that will explain the loose vibe on the record. That's cool. Like yeah. It. Well, we put, we play it live too, right? Every time we record, we want that. Like you're, you're seeing us at like a, a club or a, or a concert venue. Of course, for what, the style of music you're playing, you wouldn't want it to be, to be true to the style for sure. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Cause some of the best on one brothers records are live ones, right? Exactly. So. Right. Yeah. I, and I'm sure other people will have this inclination to then want to see the band perform, you know, in a, a big setting with a big sound and everything like that. Any of those opportunities coming around in the next few weeks? Uh, yeah, so we are going to be playing at Folly Fest on July 10th in Gagetown. And then after that, we are at Area 506 in St. John on, uh, I think it's July 29th. Oh, and wow. we're playing with another Fredericton band, Marion, and we'll both be opening for uh, Chaos and Sloan. So the Art Sale album, of course, is streaming everywhere. I always ask about hard copies. So we have some CDs. We mainly got them for some mail-outs, but if people want them, there's, I think, going to be a few at the Cap record store in downtown Fredericton. We'll have some at shows for the time being, but I think we're both three to four weeks away from actual vinyl coming in. I mean, digital is cool and convenient, but uh, vinyl is, is still, you know, top dog for, for a lot of this stuff. Yeah, for sure. I'm very excited to get the test pressing to throw it on the record player and turn it out. Yeah, no doubt. So we're just going to wrap it up here shortly, uh, Matt. Uh, we're going to spend black coffee. Your, your musicianship and the chemistry really comes across. One of my favorite movies is uh, a Pam Greer film called Coffee. It was, it was like the 19th, 76, I think. And it's like an exploitation film, like a revenge exploitation film. But like everything that Pam Greer did and like even like up to Jackie Brown, I've always just like, she's always been like such a badass. And um, it was like, the song's kind of funky. So it's like, that's kind of like my homage to like one of my favorite actresses of all time, I guess. I I always like writing instrumental funk songs because I listen to like the JBs and like James Brown. Actually a little bit of Budo's band influence on that one too because it's a little heavier. I think we opened uh, our, our main stage harvest show with that and uh, Bill Roach had written about it and he was like oh I couldn't believe the band because it was his instrumental it showcases like how talented everybody was in the band I was like that was really cool but... we're talking with Matt of the Tortoise Hare and the Millionaire thanks so much for this uh, Matt and, and have a great summer yeah thank you have a great one too this is Black Coffee from the current album Yard Sale on Atlantic Access
you say when someone gets in your face? So you best get to stepping. Atlantic Access Podcast is a presentation of Entertainment Plus Mobile DJ and Media Relations in Moncton. See entertainmentplus.ca. And our thanks once again to Matt Carr of The Tortoise, The Hair, and The Millionaire for joining us this week and sharing some tunes from the new album, Yard Sale. And once again, we have a stellar pair of bonus tracks to share with you. Memram Cook-based Julio Bay, one-third of Les Hey Babies, continues to develop a strong solo career with her latest single, Le Temps des Murs. Check it out next after the brand new single from Caribou Run. This is Believe in You on Atlantic Access. Move to the country, call it a start. Can we be in this together? Don't be afraid of the plans that we made. For I hope they last
show each week. Follow the Atlantic Access podcast with Terry Parker at mixcloud.com backslash terryp62. And like our Facebook page, facebook.com backslash Atlantic Access. Access always spelled with an X.